Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Really sad news today out of the world of country music. God, what happened? I was laying in bed this morning watching the news, and out of nowhere, it was like at 6.50 in the morning. And they said, we have some breaking news, sad news. Toby Keith has died at the age of 65, or 62, beg your pardon, from stomach cancer. Two years after he was diagnosed, yeah. Didn't he just, Dana and I were just talking about this uh, right before the show. Wasn't he at the CMAs? Um, or did he perform at the CMAs? I'm not sure about that. I know that he faded very quickly once that diagnosis My was made God. public. God. Wait, 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 Sam. When was the diagnosis made public? Two years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah, didn't know we, that we missed that. And he went from, you know, big old burly 6'5 Toby Keith. Oh, he's to, a hoss. He's a big, like, lineman. If you saw pictures or videos of him recently, he does not, well, and the, did there, not look like there, that there, anymore. There was a, I don't know where the video was shot. But there was video this morning as they were talking about his career and his life. Sold 40 million records. Wow. Had his first hit. That was his first hit. Should have been a cowboy in 1994. I remember spinning that record at KOFO in Ottawa when it first came out. And they were showing video of him performing. And he was he was gaunt and very thin. And it was a love song. And they showed his wife in the front row. And she was just bawling because he had written the song, obviously, about her. A few hours ago, one of Toby Keith's last gifts to us was a video of him singing courtesy of the red, white and blue on a karaoke machine in the back of an Uber. And it's him in the back of a karaoke Uber singing his own song karaoke. Well, I grew up with Toby Keith as you know one of the icons in country music in my life and I woke up this morning, I saw the news, and I immediately rolled over and played this song, and I'll be honest, I cried a little bit. Oh, man. Talking about getting old and not wanting to. Mm. Mm. Oh. Oh, yeah, look how, look how skinny. This is him uh, recently, Dana. Look how skinny he, he had. Man, I, mean, I it, just. It had I, ravaged I, I, his body. 50 what? I just. 62. Six, God, so young. That is so sad. Hmm. Toby Keith, dead at the age of 62, he died of stomach cancer. He wrote a lot of his own stuff, didn't he, Sam? Uh, Which is unusual for a uh, country artist. Yeah, he wrote a whole lot of his own music, and it paid off, uh, literally. He was worth $400 million at the time of his death. Yeah, I'm looking at, like, uh, his album, Boomtown, 
um, from 1994 uh, had the songs, uh, the hits, Who's That Man, Upstairs Downtown. He wrote probably 60% of the stuff on that record alone. Huh. God bless him. That is too bad. All right. Did you watch the game last night? Oh. Must have missed that. You missed KUK State in overtime. Was it on uh, ESPN Plus? I don't know what it was on. It was in Manhattan in overtime. K State beat Kansas. How did I miss that one? Boy, I, I didn't even know what that was on the schedule. What were you guys doing last uh, apparently night? Apparently, not much. I went to the gym and then didn't watch KU. I was came home and my little buddy was like, "You want to watch the game, Mama?" And I go, "Oh gosh, yeah! I had no idea they were playing K State." So I had no we, idea they were playing. Yeah, we hang out on the couch and there with the dog and watching the game. And it's going all right for a while, and then we're down. And then it was like, you know, we're down like seven or eight, and then it kind of b- bounced back and forth. Then it was tied. Then we were down three at the very end, and then we came back and tied it. And boom, we go into overtime, lose well, in overtime. I guarantee it wasn't on ESPN because here's what I do. At night, I will go home, and the first thing I do is put on Wheel of Fortune. Right. Because that's the greatest game show It's of all America's time. game, let's it's, be it's, honest. It's, With it's, a cup of tapioca, of Well, maybe, maybe. Uh, maybe some tea. I don't know if I'm going to have time. And then I peruse, as I've got Wheel of Fortune on the background, I go through the guide, and I look at what are all the marquee games tonight. You know, North Carolina, yeah, Duke. Yeah, you know, that's whomever. what I did. And it said Monday Night Football, and it was the wrong game. And so... <laughs> Well, it was last week's game. It was also Thursday when you did that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it was a Thursday. <laughs> um, I did, if, if if I see KU, obviously I'll click on it. And, of course, of if course. they're playing K-State, I'm going to watch it. Um, I did not see KU on the schedule last night. Oh, God, night. Tang went nuts. The student section was not – I mean, it was so just it like, had to what be is on happening? ESPN Plus. This is why I hate – I love streaming and I hate yep. streaming. All right. There is a viral video – from that game that has nothing to do with basketball. And the second I saw this on my TV screen involving one of the K-State basketball players, I put on Twitter, oh my God, what was that? Did that just, what are they putting on that kid's shirt? I'm going to show you (laughs) the viral clip because everyone watching this game at the exact same time saw this and had the exact same reaction. One of the players either bashed into somebody or had a cut on his finger and had several drops of blood smears of blood on his jersey that is reason enough to not be able to play the yeah. rest of the game apparently you you can't do that with blood right i get it i'm going to read to you one tweet and then i'm going to show you the video it's about a four second clip it's going to amaze you and you're going to have the same reaction everyone in america had last night here is the tweet from dana what the heck was that? What did he just do on that shirt? What was that? That's your tweet. Yes. Okay. From Doug Gottlieb and the Gottlieb Show, every serial killer on earth is going to be applying to K-State to get their hands on this stuff. Watch. Let me let me make it bigger. What is going on here? It's like it's like an assistant. He is spraying some sort of chemical onto his jersey with a towel, with a Gatorade towel, and then wiping off the blood. And it is disappearing. It immediately 
disappears. And it's coming out of a little squirt bottle the size of type O ma- ma- eraser. Or, or a hand sanitizer, a little, little small tiny hand, san- hand sanitizer. I think it looks more like a, like a tiny plastic baby bottle that we fed our babies when we were little. Tiny, tiny, tiny. About the size of a very small salt he's very, shaker. He's very aggressive. They squirt this thing on the jersey, rub it twice. It just disappears. It's gone. I well, want some of that. We talk about a lot of strange things on this show. But if they can pull that out so quickly for athletes to get the blood off so that they can go back to play, why are we all spending money on Tide pins and the phones are already ringing? Everyone saw this. The internet exploded on whatever this was. This miracle chemical that yes. literally wipes blood right off of white it, clothing. White clothing. If you go to K-State, blood. The, the caption on the video, by the way, every serial killer on earth is applying to K-State right. to get their hands on some of this stuff. <laughs> okay, here's one from Ben Heisler. Um, Where the K-State training staff got the blood stain remover from? Uh, Keep going. It's every, That's all people were talking about last night. Man, people would want that for their carpet, like for wine or okay, dog Why messes. don't we have it? I what don't know. What is it? I don't know. And maybe it shouldn't be available on the commercial market if you know what I mean. Well, there are certain products that just aren't available on the commercial market. The phones are ringing. I don't know if, if I, I don't know that if I had that product, I would want to share it with people. Everybody says the game was on ESPN regular, then I, I, I must have missed it. I don't know how I did. A lot of people are... Uh, Suggesting it's hydrogen peroxide. No. I have hydrogen peroxide at home. It don't take blood out of a white shirt like that after one swoop. No, it don't. From the text line, I could use some of that. Signed, OJ. (laughs) (laughs) You are bad people. You are bad, bad people. Everybody is saying it's it's hydrogen peroxide. No, it is not. Somebody says hydrogen peroxide will remove blood from anything. I don't believe it. This and other serial killer tips on the Dana and Parks program. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. When you stab someone, what is your go-to remedy? Hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> OxyClean or hydrogen peroxide? I, I would go with hydrogen peroxide. Do I need I th- a sham well? I, I think hydrogen peroxide is a better deal than OxyClean. Well, the I, sham I just wow, don't trust OxyClean. The ShamWow just spreads it around because mm-hmm. you can't dab enough with mm-hmm. it. It's not absorbent enough. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Fresh blood is removed quickly with peroxide. My kid plays sports. <laughs> it works wonders. Telephone number 913-586-7798. Sam Stevie the Third. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. Happy birthday today to our boss. New boss's birthday. Alan First celebrating his birthday today. Here on KMBZ. From Nikki Pace down the hall at the Rock. You must be listening. Love you, Nikki. Nikki says, and I quote, I just got in the car and the ass into your conversation. <laughs> but I can tell you, hydrogen peroxide and spot shot. They get the blood out. How do you know, Nikki? Yeah, what? She, she writes, don't ask. Just know, ain't nobody worth going to jail for. Okay. <clears throat> Word. Very strange. Police will be showing up shortly. Uh, Jenny in Smithville. Jenny, hello. 
Hey, how are you? We're doing well. Thank you for asking. We love the show, but Dana, you're wrong. I swear hydrogen peroxide works. I'm actually an athletic trainer, so I do what those people were doing on the sideline of the bench last night. Oh, wow. You want a little extra magic, you add a little Dawn dish soap in it and a little water, and we keep it in our bags for just that situation. Okay, let me ask you this. Does it only work with blood? Because if it worked for wine and other stains, they would be bottling this and selling it for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's something to do with the blood, and they even make products called Blood Buster, Blood Out and stuff, but if you read oh. the main ingredient, it's peroxide. I've never tried it on anything else, but I have to use it probably every other day in my job, especially with it being wrestling season. Uh, and it just, it just takes the blood right out. Yeah, and I will tell you, ever since Nike switched to a different material, it's harder to get out of Nike. Shame on them. But all the other uniforms, you just spray it on, let it soak a little bit, and it wipes right off. Really? Jenny. Yes. <laughs> where do you hide the bodies? <laughs> There's a lot of good places in Smithville, my friend. Okay. Oh! All right. Oh, wow! <laughs> Did not the not answer I was expecting. Coming. You and Nikki Pace need to get together and have lunch. Uh, Meredith and Lawrence. Hello, Meredith. Hi there. Hey, love your show. Listen all the time. Oh, um, she is right about the fabric. The different fabrics have the finish, and I think these jerseys have a hard finish, or the, even their football shirts, whatever, Yeah. because um, then the blood doesn't soak in, where if you just use like a cotton pillowcase, it's going to sit there and soak in where I don't think this soaks in as much, and that's why they can get it off. It, it'd be like putting it on your um, ceramic tile, uh, kitchen countertop, bathroom, whatever, yeah. you know, because it just sits there and doesn't soak in. I think, I have never tried it, but I think that's it from all these years I've had my experience in sewing and whatever with different fabric. I'm just sure that's the reason is it doesn't soak in. Okay. So I think she's right with the hydrogen peroxide, but I think it's because it's got a hard finish on it. Meredith, thank you for the call. Uh, we have oh, the sure. answer from the text line. Okay. My daughter is an equipment manager for K-State football. She says that it's a bottle of hydrogen peroxide mixed with diluted bleach. Okay. Now we know. Okay. Uh, picking your nose. Gross! Uh <laughs> By the way, I have a story about a guy. I caught a guy picking his okay, nose in traffic. It. I don't want to talk about that. That okay. grosses me out. All right, sorry. Uh, this is from People Magazine. Picking your nose may introduce infection-causing germs that over time may make someone more likely to develop dementia. Oh, stop it. According to a new report, picking your nose may actually increase your chances of developing Alzheimer's disease. What about picking a... According to a new study. Hair on your chin. Uh, that just means you're crazy. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing in this story they about picking. They did not study that? No. no. Okay. Uh, a protein called beta amyloid is believed to be the cause of the progressive dementia that characterizes Alzheimer's. And according to a recent report, beta amyloid may be produced in the brain as a defense mechanism to pathogens that are introduced via the nasal cavity, a.k.a. sticking dirty fingers in your nose. Gross! As a result, the report's writers suggested that neuroinflammation in Alzheimer's disease might be partially caused by pathogens entering through the brain through your nose. All right, we need to have a conversation about my mother in retirement. Uh, Picking her nose? Her, no. her Amazon habit 
where she's buying very bizarre things because I think she's bored. And the memes and other things that she sends me when she can't sleep at night. So I see that I've got a direct message on Facebook. That is her preferred method of contacting her daughter. I don't know why. And some of it is stuff that's just not true. Oh, my God. Did Bradley Cooper urinate on himself at the Grammys? And I'm like, no, Mom. That was a scene in the movie A Star is Born. Oh, I saw that online and I thought, God, did he pee himself? No, that was last night. Followed by this post. People are so creative. And it's two feet, disgusting feet side by side that look like Steven Tyler's toes from Aerosmith. They, They do. They are crossed. Two of them are a bizarre length. Someone has tattooed an Oompa Loompa on the top of the foot, so it looks like the two weird crooked toes are the feet of the Oompa Loompa. It's actually pretty creative. I get this from my mother last night, and it just says, people are so creative. And I reply, Mom, what the blank? Oh, my God, get off the Internet. Ha ha. She wears a size 7 but has to buy size 8 for those two big toes. Can you imagine? This is what she's doing in retirement. What's wrong with it? I said, Mother. She's just perusing the internet. Stop sending me pictures well. of people's feet. Well, at least she's still stimulating the brain. You don't use it, you lose it. How about, you know? like, how was Great your point, day? Sam. Like, how about that game last night? Well, why, do you, why do you and your mother only talk on Facebook I don't Messenger? know. She started doing this when she retired, when she went down to Biloxi. And one of the things she says is at night, she never is on her phone anymore. She never has her phone I don't call her anymore because it just goes to voicemail. My dad has said she's never with her phone. She just doesn't care. She's retired. Okay. But at night, she lays in bed trying to fall asleep on her phone, on Facebook. And that's where I get just hundreds of these crazy direct messages like this. Bradley Cooper pees on himself at Grammy Awards on stage. Not true. No, that was actually a scene out of A Star is Born. Yeah, I'm aware. When he goes to see his girlfriend, Lady Gaga. Yep. I mean, as I'm scrolling back, it's just <laughs> a lot of this stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense. I think <laughs> someone needs to take the phone away at night. All right, quick break. <laughs> Telephone number is 913-586-7798. When we get back, the verdict is in, in Michigan, in regards to the mom whose son killed four students. We also have a sentencing in Platte County, and you'd better believe we will be talking to the Platte County prosecutor at 3 o'clock. This person got how many years for doing what? Mm-hmm. We'll get to that and much more coming up in Don't just a moment. go criming in Platte, man, I tell you. Here on Dana Parks. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, story here from CNN. Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of the teenager who killed four students at an Oxford, Michigan high school in 2021, was found guilty today of all four counts of involuntary manslaughter in a novel legal case that stood as a test of the limits of who is responsible for a school shooting. The jury of 12 deliberated for more than 10 hours Jennifer Crumbly looked down at her clasped hands as the verdict was read. She was taken from the courtroom in shackles. Good. Crumbly, who is 45, had pleaded not guilty to the charges in connection with the November 2021 mass shooting at Oxford High School, in which four students were killed, six students and a teacher were wounded. She faces up to 15 years in prison or sentencing April 9th. She has been behind bars since her arrest in a Detroit warehouse days after the shooting. You forget that she and her husband had tried to run from authorities. On count one of involuntary manslaughter as to Madison Baldwin, we find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. On count two of involuntary manslaughter in regards to Tate Muir, we find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. On count three as to involuntary manslaughter regarding Hannah Hanna St. Juliana, we find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. And in count four of involuntary manslaughter against Justin Schilling, we find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Good. Bye. Faces 15 years in prison. So I want to talk a little bit about the historic nature of this verdict and the precedent that it could set. There will be an appeal, of course. No, sure. Um, but but what does this say that this is the first time these types of charges have been brought? A jury agreed she's guilty. I believe her husband still has to go to trial. Correct. Um, and they're tr- they 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 spent the entire trial trying to pin it on him because he bought the gun, but she took him to the shooting range. Okay, let's unpeel that onion for a while. You are a married couple in charge of that child who very clearly had young man, I'm not going to call him a child, who very clearly had severe mental health issues. One of them bought the gun. He did. One of them ignored repeated cries for help from the child. She did. Both of them decided not to take him home after the counselors called them and said, we are very concerned that he is drawing dark images of homicide here at school. Mm -hmm. And one of the counselors said, Scott, I'm not comfortable having him alone. 
he was concerned enough, the counselor that said, I'm not comfortable with him being alone. And the parents looked at him and said, well, we got to go to work. We got to go to work. He's got to go back to school. Now, I think that had she not taken him to the gun range the weekend prior, this may have gone very differently. Well, no, why? I, I'm, I'm not so sure about that, Sam, and here's why. Uh, when word was getting out that there had been a shooting at Oxford High School, she texted her son and said, please don't do this. She knew it was him. She That's knew true it. as well. Yep. I'd forgotten about that. She knew that of all the students in that school, the one who was responsible for that shooting had to be her son. She hadn't talked to him. From NBC News, the unanimous verdict came on the second day of jury deliberations in the landmark trial in which Crumbly became the first parent to be held criminally responsible for a mass shooting committed by their child. Um, her son, Ethan, by the way, pleaded guilty as an adult to murder, terrorism, and other crimes. Yeah, and to is, avoid the death Yeah, is in for life. Uh, she faces up to 15 years. Sentencing is April 9th. Um, following the verdict, quoting here from one juror, it was very difficult. Lives hung in the balance, and we took that very seriously. The juror went on to explain that the decision hinged in large part on who was the last adult to handle the weapon. The thing that really hammered it home, the juror says, was that she was the last adult with that gun. She did not secure it, and it was left out on a shelf, if I'm not mistaken. Or, no, in a dresser drawer. The father of Justin Schilling, 17 years old, one of the four victims slaughtered in that shooting, teared up when the verdict was announced. He later hugged Oakland County Prosecutor Karen McDonald and members of her team and shook the hands of law enforcement officers who testified. Remind me the state that this is happening in. Michigan. It's in Pontiac, Michigan. Um, now, this is not the first school shooting where the guns weren't secured and the parents and we did didn't not get charged. see this outcome. And so here's my question. Is this a tide change from the ranks of prosecutors where we have to do something? You're not going to get rid of the guns. So we start hammering mom and dad like we would with alcohol rules. Yes. Yes. Then why did it take this long to do it? We've I, had 300 mass shootings at schools in the last however many years. Why did it take until now? That's a hell of a question. Let me see if I can get and, one of our favorite attorneys to call And, and quite frankly, I don't know the answer. Uh, but th th this is a long time coming. And if you are a gun owner, and I am, and I know many of you want to believe that you're safe gun owners, right? You have to support this. There is no other conclusion. You had a mentally ill son who was begging for help, begging. Help that you did not provide, by the way, and said, no, I don't think you need it. He clearly did. And you leave a gun laying around the house. Hell, not just laying around the house. You went out a week before the shooting and bought it for him. You are responsible. Jurors examined more than 400 pieces of evidence, including text messages and photos from Crumbly's cell phone and dramatic video of the shooting spree, which left many in the courtroom visibly shaken. The prosecution called more than 20 witnesses, law enforcement, school staff. The defense brought in just one 
the defendant. Yeah, she's the only one who testified. To prove its case, the prosecution attempted to portray Crumbly as a neglectful mother who cared more about her hobbies and carrying on uh, with her own Fair. life than, yeah, spending time with her son. Uh, let's go to Ashley in North Kansas City. Ashley, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, guys. I don't have a problem with people owning a gun. I don't have a problem with a young man being taught how to shoot, even if there are some mental um, health issues. I do have a problem with your child not having all these mental health issues showing all these signs of needing help and you not getting it for them. Mm -hmm. To me, the involuntary manslaughter charge is actually not what it should have been. To me, it should have been a child neglect charge resulting in death because okay. they neglected that young man by not getting him. My, my oldest has autism. JJ, he's called in. You guys he, know that. He's had some anger issues. He sees psychologists. He sees psychiatrists. I have done everything that I can to try to help him. And I feel so sorry for this young man that he didn't have somebody to stand up and advocate for him when he needed it. I see. I, and, and that's the only part I disagree with you on, Ashley. I do not feel sorry for this man. This young man. He's a cold-blooded killer. James Crumbly, by the way, is expected to stand trial next month on the same involuntary manslaughter charges. The defense attorney tried to point fingers at him, mm -hmm. suggesting it was dad who was specifically in charge of storing the weapon. And let's break that down. If there's a gun in your house and you own it and your wife doesn't, she doesn't shoot, but you do. Is it the responsibility of both parties to secure it? Yes. Or just the gun owner to secure it? Well, aren't you all the gun owner? It's not like a car. They don't put it in your name. I own they a don't? No. You don't have to register your gun. I thought you were supposed to. She was quoted as saying during that trial, I don't think I'm a failure as a parent. What? You are a failure as a parent. How does this translate to other crimes outside of the school shooting setting? What do you mean? There's crimes all the time. Murders where young yep. teens Great grab point. dad's gun because they know where it's at and they need to go get revenge on somebody who wronged them. Well, I'm, that's why I'm asking, is this the new norm where prosecutors are now going to start aggressively going after the gun owner? And you know how I feel about it. I think this was as clear-cut of a case as we can get in these types of crimes. Remind me, what was the verdict with the six-year-old? Have we had that yet, the uh, six-year-old who shot his teacher? Um, the mother was charged, but it wasn't because the six-year-old had access to the gun. No, it, was it was because, because they of discovered weed. that she yeah, had drugs marijuana or okay. yeah. but, but again, she was charged in that case with what they could or what they felt that they could get in front of a jury. I wonder now that this is a unanimous Guilty after two days of deliberating, will prosecutors be more comfortable bringing charges against the parents when something like this happens? Uh, you do have to get a license to purchase a pistol in the state of Michigan, but you do not have to register your guns in the states of Kansas or Missouri. Dave in Liberty. Dave, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, Dana. Hey, Scott. Uh, my whole thing about this is the only reason 
it is a landmark case is because the six-year-old shot his teacher. The teacher survived. Uh, the only reason it's a landmark case is because the young man who went into Newtown school and killed 26 children also slaughtered his mother. Correct. So there was no one else to charge. It's the only reason this is a landmark case, because usually it ends up very differently. The child ends up killing the responsible adult who allowed access to the gun, or he had other means of getting to the gun. But like I said, if the six-year-old actually killed his teacher instead of wounding her, the mother would have been charged, almost guarantee she would have been charged with uh, manslaughter. Okay, but David, what about Parkland? What about, look at all, I mean, I hate to say this, we've got a whole lot of school shootings we can unpack here. Uh, and and the, the Klebolds, and this was how many decades ago, but the Klebolds and the Harrises weren't charged. 1999, uh, and, and those guns were in their closet, just sitting there in their closet. Telephone number is 913-586-7798, 586-7798. It is a first in Michigan today. The mother of a school shooter was convicted of four counts of involuntary manslaughter because she sucks as a mom and as a parent. And she and her husband knew that their son was mentally ill, bought him a gun, and left it out unlocked. And then when they were called to the school because their son had been writing some disturbing things in his notebook... They were like, well, can we just send him back to class? And two hours later, he murdered four and wounded six others. And she today, thank God, has been convicted of involuntary manslaughter. Four counts, faces 15 years in prison. Uh, joining us on the KMZ Hotline, she's almost a third co-host of the show, <laughs> Tracy Spradlin with the Spradlin Kennedy Law Firm here in Kansas City. Hello, Tracy. Hello. Hi. You guys need to, your, your retainer's depleted. You I know. know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It checks in the mail. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so are you surprised? I mean, I'm, I've always asked, why are we not charging more of these parents? This is a historic day. What do you make of this? It, it is. And I think it's going to be interesting, the, the cases that come from this. This one is so fact-specific. And I think moving forward, they can use this to make more determinations, you know, um, similarly. But, I mean, you said it on the show yesterday. Parents have, for a long period of time, been responsible in civil actions for the actions of their children. And now we're seeing that taken even to a further level with the criminal charges. Do you think she'll get 15 years for this? I hope so. Well, so do I. I mean, and I mean, I say that more as a mom than a defense attorney. Um, I, I think that in this case, there were some very, very disturbing facts that pointed to what ignorance or blissful ignorance they were living under with with the issues that their son was having, and that right. they purposely chose not to take precautions or get him help, and instead. You know, buying him a gun on Black Friday, ignoring text messages, ignoring the school, things like that. And I think one of the jury um, persons that was interviewed after this said it came down to the fact that she was the last person who had the gun in her hand before he did. So, so let me ask you this, because I'm, you know, we're not peeking into the future, but he now faces um, similar charges in his trial coming up. The husband, 
they basically, in their defense, pointed the finger at him and said it was really his gun. It wasn't really hers. And so it was his responsibility to make sure it was stored. As a criminal defense attorney, your thoughts on that would be what? Is it equal responsibility if you're living under the same roof? I think that especially with parenting duties, it's it's those things where we would love to pawn off things on our spouse sometimes when it comes to our kids, but ultimately we're both responsible for that child. And I think more so when you have dangerous weapons, drugs, things in the house that can come into their possession and that they could do things that could either harm themselves or others, then you are both responsible for making sure those things are out of their way. Do you foresee, uh, Tracy, a scenario where with every school shooting, sadly, there will, there will be more. We all know that. Uh, from this point forward, where prosecutors, not only assuming the shooter survives, uh, charges the shooter, but immediately starts looking into the parents for, for additional charges? I think they've already been looking into the parents. I mean, you know, in these kind of cases, you're always looking at siblings, parents, friends, close acquaintances to see if there's any other involvement. Um, but as I said, in this case, it was very fact specific. They took their time in charging it almost, you know, over a year, year and a half. And so they were really deliberate in the fact patterns and establishing something because this is the precedent. This is the first case of its kind like that. And they know others will come. And I think they they were very good at finding a case where they had very strong evidence of culpability and were able to charge these parents based on that. One of our listeners had a good point. What if you leave your car keys out uh, on the kitchen counter, as most of us do, and your 14-year-old grabs the car keys, goes out joyriding, and crashes into someone and kills them. Do you see that as an appropriate analogy to charge the parents in that case? No, because a vehicle is not an inherently dangerous. I mean, I understand when we're talking about it, vehicles, people die in crashes and people are killed um, by reckless driving every day. But inherently, unless you have the same signs that you had here and you were not taking steps to prevent the child, now if that child had taken the car several times and been joyriding and gotten a wreck and, and then you're just leaving the keys out for them, then I think you're probably establishing a pattern of neglect in that instance. But here we had very dangerous weapons. We had this kid asking for help, it, it sounds like, and then the school obviously stepping in and asking the parents to help out as well, and they chose not to. Tracy, we have less than 40 seconds, so if you could be very brief. If you're a defense lawyer, the husband goes on trial next month. Do you try to plead this out immediately after today? Well, based on the fact that this jury specifically said she was the last one with the gun in her hands, if you can get a very similar, you know, jury, he might have a shot. But I think I would be pretty scared. They deliberated a long time and came back guilty. All right. Tracy Spradlin with the Spradlin Kennedy Law Firm here in Kansas City. Your $1,000 retainer is in the mail. Love you, love you. And we will talk to you soon. Quick break for the news here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.